Today is the 25th annual Chorus Radiothon, supporting the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation on 6:30 Chad Mornings with Daryl McIntyre. Thank you for joining us here on this Friday morning. Not just any Friday morning, it is the Radiothon indeed. We are at the Stollery Children's Hospital. Uh, when Morley and I first got here this morning, it was pretty quiet. It's starting to get not so quiet again. We have a couple of guests joining us this morning who are going to be able to uh, give you an idea why we're doing this uh, today. Cecile is here with her son, Elias. Uh, nice to have both of you here. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Great. Yeah, and Elias, you're supposed to be in school. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Not much? What, you got some other things to do instead? Like what? What do you have to do today? Another appointment. Another appointment. One in a long line, I'll bet you, huh? Is it going to last all day? So no. no school all day? Yep. You have a crafty way of making these things work out for you. Uh, good to have you here. Nice to see you. Cecile, give me a little idea. You mentioned to me just before we, we came on the air, well, we're lifers here. Uh, it's been a long journey, huh? Yeah, we actually started coming to the Stollery before he was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was diagnosed in utero that he was going to be missing half of his heart. Wow. So they set up a very elaborate delivery plan. And then within hours of being delivered at the Royal Alex, he was transferred here by ambulance. And I followed a few hours later and he had his first open heart at six days old. And then another at three and a half months. And then um, went into full heart failure at three. So we came back once more and had one more open heart thinking that this would be the last and super easy. They told us maybe a week stay Mm -hmm. and experienced a massive stroke during that OR. Which turned into a whole nother Stollery story. So now we're also a neurosurge family in addition to cardiology. Wow, that, that, that's a lot for any family to, any number of families to have to deal with. One family, it's, it's tougher. Yeah, it was, it was a little crazy. Um, we lived here for three months during that stay. Um, also delivering our fourth baby during that time while he was an inpatient. Um, it was <laughs> it was a wild ride and um, didn't look very good for him. He had, during that time, I think they did 12 brain surgeries during that stay and uh, pretty bleak um, prognosis that he would ever come home. And um, here we are, 11 years in, and he's doing radiothon. You know, so often we end up we end up focusing on all the stuff you've gone through, but you've gone through it, and you're you're here. And Elias, you look good, my man. You look you look good. I don't know what all's been going on lately with you, but how are you feeling? How how are things? You, you're missing out on some school today, but other than that, how you doing? It's fine. It, it's. It's fine. Well, the thing is, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have sort of that attitude after a while. You've been through a ton, man. Yeah, you know, we kind of joked. We met a new physician last week, and he said, "I think you know some of my friends." And I said, "I think we know all the ologists here." <laughs> all the ologists. <laughs> I love the way they look at that. Uh, I talked a little bit earlier about the child life specialist, for example. We'll talk about the beach. We'll talk about supporting family. So even before Elias arrived, you were getting support and and knowledge and information. Can you take us through what that connection has meant to you, Cecile? Well, it really has become a family. When we walk through these doors, because there are so many specialists involved in his care, we have been um, really supported as an entire family through the entire time. It wasn't just for him. And um, they supported us in in knowing that, yes, the the prognosis wasn't great, um, but they never gave up on him. And that really gave us hope as a family that we weren't alone in all of this. And... um, walked us through each step of the way and, and kind of guided us how things were going to go. And um, we were so fortunate because he is doing remarkably well. 
maybe for both of you, uh, tell me about the people here and how how they've become part of your life uh, because you've obviously spent a lot of time here. What's what's it like, Elias, first for you to come here and see the doctors and nurses here? Uh, you got to know them pretty well. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? No. <laughs> what an unfair question we ask, huh? How, how do you have all of the ologists? <laughs> for, for you, it, it's, I mean, it must be that part of it is something that I think that people don't understand and don't see a lot of is how how they look after your child, but they look after you and the rest of your family, too. Yeah, one of the biggest pieces has been child life. Um, because these procedures are not always pleasant, mm-hmm. um, you know, they walk him through what it's going to be like physically. But as a family, we had two older children at the time when he went through most of his, the worst of it. And um, they, the child life knew the girls' favorite colors, and they knew what sports they were involved with and engaged them as part of the process. Because, of course, we lived here, but we yeah. still had two children at home to care for. So so when they would come for visits, um, the child life scooped them up and engaged them so that they could be a part of the process, and it wasn't a negative experience for them. Okay, so where do we go from here? Uh, you have some appointments today. I don't know how much detail you want to get into what the appointments are, but you know, what is what does the next days look like? You know, today is um, actually at the Glen Rose. They support us as well with his walking. He had a massive surgery on his legs last year um, to enable him to walk as able as he can, and. Um, we don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, he's kind of a pioneer. He's one of only, I think they said 17 in the world with his combination of um, conditions. So there's really not statistics. You know, he he's doing great um, and all the things that an 11-year-old should. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any more surgeries on the immediate docket. Good. But there will be. You know, um, yeah. we figured it out this spring was his 80th sedation. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so you, you mentioned heart issue and then stroke and some possible uh, some neuro and and how are the legs how's the walking attached to that is that part of the, the stroke? yeah during the stroke he lost all function so his ability to speak his vision gross and fine motor um, his bladder function because it's all musculature um, and all function on his left side so learning to walk has been an ongoing process and uh, his spasticity is due to the cerebral palsy that he developed as a part of his stroke he seems to be a like his personality he seems to be a real fighter obviously you have to be to be successful going through all this he is one of the most amazing kids i have ever encountered he's just so remarkably positive and um he's engaged with the physicians when he comes you know it's not just a grumble you know he he just said he was excited to come this morning because he didn't have to go without food normally when we come to the stall or it's for a surgery and he can't eat breakfast before we come um uh did you you just found out this morning that the uh, the oilers continued their winning streak Elias. they got 15 in a row will they make 16 what's your prediction who knows <laughs> who knows it's an afternoon game against nashville are you going to be watching that Afternoon no. games we might get to watch. You might get to watch? Yeah. It's on a on a Saturday. Yeah. It's not going to be so bad. Uh, you know what, both of you, uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for telling your story. Thanks for sharing what's been going on and just how important this dollar is. Uh, is, there, is there any way, and I, I know you've been asked this before, Cecile, is there any way to put into into words, and you've done a great job of it in some ways, but I, I think when somebody says, what does it mean to you? What does the story mean to you? Uh, is, is there a way you've come up with to describe that? You know, his his brain injury was considered life-ending. It was considered catastrophic. They used the word immense. Things that a parent should never hear about their child. And um, a 5% chance of ever bringing him home. 
and we sat here with the team and had to make some really hard decisions and they never gave up on him and they never gave up on us as a family so they've given us an additional eight years of life with him um, after that event and we can't say thank you enough um, the entire team here is so much a part of our heart and so much a part of our family um, we're just forever indebted we are very thankful for you coming in and telling your story. Thank you so much. Thank you. Elias, have a good day. And have a, have, have a fast, quick, enjoyable appointment. Say hi to the ologists for us, would you? Yes. Yes. Deal. <laughs> Cecile, Elias, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, the tissues are right over there. Stollery Children's Hospital, uh, the Chorus Radiothon, 25th annual. The stories that, that hit home and make you realize why it's time to make a call. You'll be able to. The phone lines will open at 7 o'clock. And then StollaryKids.com is the website you can go to as well.